Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Football Rambles Guide 2. I'm Marcus Speller. Feeling sick. I'm Jim Campbell. Very sick. I'm Pete Donaldson. A bit sick. And I'm Vidushan Hantaraja. He looks a bit tired. Spurs have had some terrible luck over the years, but the final day of the 2005-2006 season must go down as surely the Spursiest day in all of history. What happened with the illness that ravaged your team this morning? Away at West Ham, Martin Yol's team would qualify for the Champions League for the first time at the expense of rivals Arsenal if they could simply match the Gunners' result in their game against Wigan in what was to be the final match at Highbury. But in today's terms, small, stately home of football. Should Arsenal come out on top, it would be they who'd go into Europe's elite competition. A simple enough brief made extremely complicated when 10 members of the Tottenham squad were struck down with the shits. It was a very difficult week for us, and it was a very difficult Saturday night. The team had been staying in a Marriott hotel, and a suspect emerged a lasagna, inconspicuously sat among the buffet at the team meal. What followed was a performance so unforgettable it has become a part of club folklore. Back heel to Benayoun, Yoshi Benayoun! For Arsenal and West Ham. West Ham take the lead! North London was red and a bit brown. Conspiracy theories erupted and Daniel Levy was furious. But what really happened? We're here to investigate the facts as we know them in the Football Rambles Guide to Lasagna Gate. Spurs will finish fifth and 
Welcome, gentlemen. Nom, nom, nom. Clear your bowels. <laughs> we, should, we should clarify to the listeners, we're not going to investigate it. We're going to go through it and ridicule it all the way through. Yeah, exactly. Because that's, that's all you can do in this particular situation. Oh, I, I went into Iceland yesterday right. um, to try and find um, a famous kind of viral um, snack you can buy, which is a lasagna in a Yorkshire pudding. A viral snack doesn't seem to be the kind well, of thing. Well, it was sort of around well, like WhatsApp groups. had that day. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't find one. Oh, so yeah. this is this hurts, to be honest. Oh, okay. Featuring lasagna gear. Not as hurt. So as soon as I failed to buy a lasagna. I don't think it'll hurt as much as it hurt those Spurs players. <laughs> Physically, emotionally, everything. I mean, it, it was just... for the, So there will be people listening to this who, one, may not remember, or one, they may... Mm. Or two, they may be, be a little bit hazy, or, or some people... Who don't know it at all, younger listeners. Mm. May, Maybe we may not have eaten a lasagna. They may know that. People have moved on. Lasagna was the like cool meal in the eighties, wasn't just, it? You're just making stuff up. Now. It yeah. was. It was like a up. bit sexy. Lasagna was sexy. No, it wasn't. Now it's Garfield ate it. This happened in two thousand six. <laughs> I'm just saying, but back in the eighties, people were just that was what about a new the seventies? The Garfield. I don't effect. know. I, Take I don't us through know when, the decades. I don't know when lasagna came in. <laughs> you know, but I'm just saying eighties. Eighties. <laughs> no, but the eighties. I we had we were eating lasagna for the first time. I we had a microwave it, for the first you, you time. You were not eating lasagna in 1980s Hartlepool. We were. That's no what I mean. way. That's why it was so cool. When did you eat risotto? That was noughties, wasn't uh, it? I, that, I had one last week. That's my <laughs> first one. That's the first one I had. Do you know? Um, do you know the creator of Garfield said that he regrets. Um, having lasagna as his favourite food because it was harder to draw. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> really? So he, should wow. have, he should have chosen pizza. Pork chop. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Mash. That's, a sam- that's a samurai pizza cats though. Autumn yeah. goals yeah. for them. Really. Lasagna is more interesting because it's just weird. It is. There's a lot in there. Bechamel. It's layered. Layered. Meat. Disease. <laughs> Disease. Feces. <laughs> is, is it one of the... I mean, yeah. Just, but, it, you know, it is incredible to to rem, remind ourselves of the jeopardy on that final day of the season mm. um, because it really, really mattered. I mean, it, this, this whole thing would have been strange enough if this was a dead rubber. <laughs> but the fact is, Spurs were leading Arsenal by one point in fourth position. And and in that final Champions League qualification spot, and Spurs had never played in the Champions yeah. League. Mm. See, this is this is it, isn't it? They've qualified many times before. Now. Reached a final. They finished above Arsenal a lot. They hadn't done that at yeah. these points, yeah, and yeah. It, it looked like Spurs. It time. was <laughs> yeah. Well, it looked like if they couldn't do it then, it was going to be impossible forever. Yeah, mm. it, it, indeed. And of course, facing West Ham, old Upton Park, another you know, rival, another rival as well. Uh, and 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 a win would have done it because obviously Arsenal. Uh, were behind, you know, matching Arsenal's result. Um, it would have been the first time playing in Europe's premier competition uh, since 1962. Mm. You have to set the scene. The Spurs now, we've seen them a number of times in the Champions League. Um, but yeah, just, you know, <laughs> Martin Yoll was in charge, who was a bit of a club legend, of course, back in those days. Uh, Robbie Keane was up front. Mido was uh, leading the line with it. Michael Carrick in midfield. You know, they had a very good side. But of course, this was very, very important for Arsenal. Because Arsenal were playing their final game at the, um, I nearly said the Emirates there, at Highbury, of course, because mm. they were going to the Emirates in, in that summer. So to finish fourth would have would have been the nice way to, um, you know, celebrate uh, at Highbury and, and, and so on and so forth. Spurs had been in the top four since December. And, you know, surely they weren't going to let that slip. Yeah. So, they, so, so maybe it was the romantic side. We're kind of ignoring the, the, the big kind of like narrative on the Arsenal side of the ledger, no? Well, it's, it, you know, it's only part of the story. Focusing, I mean, I can see why we're doing it. 
focusing on. But it's the manner in which Arsenal were allowed were, were allowed were allowed to qualify. But and it's funny because Arsenal nearly won the competition yeah. the following season. They they finished the in second, of course. They were also two one down against Wigan at home at one point. Yeah, it looked like it wouldn't actually matter mm, what like, happened. Yeah, there's also the situation around the logistics in terms of so Spurs asked for the game to be moved from uh, from three pm to seven pm, mm-hmm. but. Because it's the last day of the season, all the games have to happen at the same time, so yeah. you can't do that. Yeah. West Ham were in the FA Cup final the next week, so it couldn't be moved to midweek. And also, because it was Spurs-West Ham, because of, I suppose, the ferocious nature of that particular game in its own right as a derby, the police couldn't move it either, because if, mm. if you gave yep. people essentially more drinking time till seven, mm. yeah. then it's going to be chaos. Yeah. So <laughs> they, they couldn't do anything. West Ham actually agreed. Storm. West Ham, I think, agreed to move the fixture or try and kind of help out yeah but they said it would have to be after the FA Cup final yeah and the Premier League was like absolutely not yeah there's there's no way you can put a team out (laughs) off you go yeah indeed indeed well so the the Tottenham squad was staying at the London Marriott um, Hotel in in, in West India Quay uh, in Canary Wharf East London Uh, and the players and the staff had a a buffet in a private room there was steak chicken and pasta was was on offer Mm. but the lasagna seemed to be quite popular with the players would would you have done this Go on. Would you have done this out of those selections? I'd have had them all. <laughs> as I, as yeah, I, if, if you yeah. recall, Peter, and all right, you've twisted my arm. When I was at the Champions League final at Wembley yeah. in, the, in the hospitality, and there was, I had on my plate. Claudio Canidia there? Uh, no, Zinedine Zidane. Yeah. Oh, right. Claudio yeah. Canidia was when you went there. FA Cup semi final with me. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, and so I had, you know, it was there was tikka masala, there was risotto, there was a, mm. I, I have a sort of a dollop of, you know, a like dollop a, of each. Yeah, right, exactly. Okay, yeah, yeah. So your, rice, menu, your rice with the curry was risotto. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it's... incredible. I want, I want to try that. Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't mix it all in. I didn't do a Jack Grealish and have a free for all. Yeah, did you neutral it out, didn't you? I did. <laughs> Loads of them. I'm going to ferry this home. <laughs> so yes. So what would you have gone for then? I probably would have gone right into the lasagna because you're just getting more flavours for your for your money, aren't you? Yeah, but I think you can match it with with the steak and chicken. Oh yeah, I, I, yeah actually, pound for pound, you would probably go for the steak because you're like, I'm getting, I'm, I'm extracting more value out of this proposition. Yeah, I'd have three steaks. Yeah. <laughs> right, there we go. <laughs> Meat That's sweats. Right. Also, they're they're eating to fuel themselves the next day, not like us being like, God, I have a bit of everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think I have a bit of everything. It's, it's, Premier it's League fo- very well. Pizza food for three yeah. weeks. Premier All League the other players. Premier League footballers going oh, more. Pound for pound with the steak. (laughs) (laughs) Can I get all of it? (laughs) Yeah. Well, the trick was if you ever, if you ever had a Toby Carvery lunch, right? Or you know, you go to the buffet there. The trick was, Mm. you see, I'm talking to people who live outside of London. They know what I mean. Trick like it's Ocean's Eleven. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. Spellers meat. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Because they give you the option of pork, chicken, and beef. Yeah. And if you say. I'll have a bit of each. You get a small bit of each. Right. right. You see? And you think to yourself, oh, actually, I wonder. So what you do is you identify, you've got to rank them you in order. You four meals. <laughs> <laughs> you've got to rank them in order. Right. So and so the third so place. So third so place first. Third place, you've just got to let go. Right. There's always going to be casualties here. We're dealing with meat. So say if you think, do you know what? I'll leave the chicken. So I'll hone in on the beef and the pork. Which is your favourite? So I say it's beef. So you say, I'll have the beef, please. So you mm. get a big old Bit of and then as you go, oh, actually, could I get a bit of pork as well? Oh, nice. And then yeah. they go, all oh, right, yeah. And so you get the same amount of pork that you probably would if you chose all three. It's Marcus's meat method. I That's... feel we're drifting away from Spurs literally <laughs> shitting themselves out of the Champions League. <laughs> Just saying, I've never had the shits from going to a Toby Carvery. 
um, shit again with that, mate. <laughs> well, um, yeah. So Spurs were were uh, yeah they were enjoying their lasagna and, and whatnot. Now early the next morning, ten players said they were ill and had barely slept. Ten players mm. and ten. Largely very good player. Edgar Davids, Timu Tanio, uh, Robbie, Sa- uh, Robbie Savage, not Jobby Savage that time. Um, <laughs> Robbie Keane, sorry. Michael Dawson, Michael Carrick, Aaron Lennon. Some big players for Spurs. And yet the only person ever talks about this on like TalkSpot is yeah. Jermaine Jennings. Yeah. <laughs> He's, still, He's never like, in the fucking frame. It's his Waterloo, isn't it? It's just like... <laughs> water poo, more like. Um, Michael Carrick later wrote in his autobiography... I'd never endured agony like this. It felt like a fire was lit in my guts with petrol poured on it over again and again. The pain kept flaring up and I curled up in bed praying for it to pass. Uh, Centre-back Callum Davenport said in 2020, even now, because of how ill I feel, I can still taste that lasagna (laughs) and I've never been keen on it since. Oh dear! Well, as Pete says, you know, you don't really get offered it nowadays, anyway. So. No, exactly. Don't it's more see of an it anymore. Thing, it is. Yeah. It's not in vogue. Massive eighties thing next to the chicken Kiev. I mean, we should say that if you've ever had any kind of food poisoning, and we'll delve into what this actually was uh, in in a bit, but like, it, it is awful. Yeah. It is. Awful. I've had the thing that we will get onto, as you say, that was to blame, and it is so debilitating yeah. that any of them even made it to the stadium, oh, let alone the pitch, is yeah. incredible. Because I, I thought that, and all I could think about was. Coach toilets are bad enough anyway. Yeah. Imagine the state of that one. Everybody needs to use it. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jermaine Jean has said it was, it was the, the way there was horrendous. Yeah. But like, just, you know, just cues for that toilet because, like, 10 of them, 10 of them in a real state well, on a coach. I mean, but they shouldn't have gone, quite no. simply. They, if shouldn't, have, they shouldn't have stayed in a fucking hotel. What are the teams involved in this football match? Mm. Why were they in hotels? hotels, How bad is the M25? Admittedly, yes. If it's that close, you're you're right to question (laughs) it. But often, uh, I suppose, because it was such a crucial game, it was everybody probably the team bonding and getting everyone together. Yeah, (laughs) things. Yeah, Yeah, we'll get everyone together. We'll chat together. We'll bond together. We'll eat together. (laughs) (laughs) What could go wrong? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. 
Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Chris Hewton found himself at the centre of the chaos. Not of for course. the first time. No, well, or last yeah. time. Well, because he would later be interim manager for Newcastle United, of course, is perhaps <laughs> what you're, you're, you're suggesting. Um, he was worried that they wouldn't have enough fit players, so he started calling up players who weren't in the squad. Right. They weren't in matchday squad, but obviously they are Tottenham Hotspur players. Uh, Daniel Levy, meanwhile, was frantically asking the Premier League's chief executive, Richard Scudamore, at the time for a postponement, which is what we mentioned earlier, of course. Um, and uh, Scudamore warned Levy that Middlesbrough had done that after a flu outbreak in 1996, for those who remember that. And they got docked three points a month later, which would prove crucial uh, in them getting relegated because that would end up being the difference. I remember that big hoo-ha about that Middlesbrough situation. So um, the Premier League sent a qualified lawyer and an FA doctor to investigate the hotel and the police were also called. Uh, and Levy asked Scudamore to come too, but he said he couldn't because he was going to Highbury. Which just sort of, you know, <laughs> just furthered the uh, yeah. conspiracies, didn't it? I, I love the thought of, what what has Levy said to the police there? I don't know. Like, what, what, There's what been a crime. You sort of reports. Guts have been stolen. <laughs> Michael Carey says it's the worst fire he's ever had in his belly. <laughs> so yeah, so the league obviously as you say ruled that Spurs um, they could put a team out and therefore the game shouldn't be postponed. Um, I mean, it's incredible. And Martin Yol said the players were vomiting in the dressing room toilets before kickoff. Like, again, like it's not the preparation you need, is it? Really? it to me, that that is like. You've, I understand what is at stake, no pun intended, and I understand that those players have got them into that position. Mm. But again, if anyone has had any kind of food poisoning or, or anything similar to this, you, you just... You I, just can't I, leave the toilet, you can't, can you? No. You, can't, you can't leave the house. And I, I, you I, fucking stink. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's... It's... And your energy goes, and you haven't eaten anything, and you haven't slept, and yeah. you are you've just been spending the whole evening retching and shit. Feverish, oh, good God, the freezing. Of, yeah. Matter of weight you lose as well. And, yeah. it, and, and to, to make it, it was like a really warm day that day. You know I mean? <laughs> oh, like, can you imagine? <laughs> no, I can't. Oh, there's not a Lucas Ed strength <laughs> strong enough, is there? That's the quote from Hugh that stuck out to me. Um, it was a really hot day. And very quickly, things became extremely chaotic. Oh, man. <laughs> just, just the hot day adding to it. Just oh. dropping diacom left, right and centre. <laughs> oh. And awful. you're in white. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah. I did, interestingly, so some of the, as I say, non-squad uh, players that day were called upon. Johnny Jackson uh, was one of those players who Chris Hutton called up. Um, and... <laughs> His words were, I was really hung over when I received the call. <laughs> well, I'm not in the squad. You know, might as well have, have, a you night come to, have you come out with, with an illness as well? well anyway, anyway. Yeah. 
Yeah. What have you had? Oh, so I had some of that um, steak. It was a lasagna. The lasagna. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I think it's all lasagnas all yeah. around the world now. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Well, he, he maintained, uh, he still maintains uh, that more was made out of this than was actually the case. Right. Which is interesting. I mean, Johnny he went, Jackson. Yeah, so he right. he played a couple of handfuls of time for Spurs, went on loan quite a lot, and then I think, um, I forget which, Charlton Athletic, I think he played for quite right. a long time, maybe finished his uh, career there. But I wonder, I mean, if he has a point there, because, mm. or perhaps not. I mean, I don't know where that's coming from. I mean, you know, Michael Carrick seems to think you know it was it was absolutely horrific, and I've no doubt it was. But he's saying well, yeah, maybe it wasn't that bad. Yeah, it just seems really at odds with what a lot of other players have said, like mm. a lot of other players. Well, I think I think we have to take the other players, you know, their word because, like, it was you you could see by the performance. I mean, Michael Carrick at one point, I think maybe when he was taken off, he he was just like hold his hands up, like I'm just I'm done. Yeah. You throw up. Like yeah, pretty much, I, th- I think immediately at the side of the pit. Like it just, it was mad. I mean, but again, Spurs—they started with their strongest lineup. West Ham scored after ten minutes. I mean, Jermaine Defoe, to be fair, scored, and and not all of the Spurs players were sick. You know, we should say. But I, I just, I just, quite, I understand that perhaps Martignol and the vast majority of managers have not been put in that situation. You know, what no. do you do? And also, as it was such a crucial game. And those players might be like, no, 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 I'm up for it. They, and, they, and they could have said, no, I want to play and I, I can sort of, you know, no pun intended, push through this. Yeah. Um, but in hindsight, you do think like, maybe... We, uh, you... Yeah, you put out a team that are physically capable of it, right? Even if the, the ability yeah. isn't maybe the same as your best 11 because your best 11 simply isn't available. Well, exactly. Again, it's easy with hindsight, isn't it? But, but I mean, what, what, Honestly, and I'm kind of being flipping here, but I also think this would have worked. Some form of dirty protest. <laughs> Genuinely, if, if, they'd, they'd, got, if they'd gone on the I field go and, on and, sta- and started throwing up yeah, on the field, it was qu- they'd have to stop the game, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah. it's quite undignified as it is. <laughs> I mean, I think that is a way to make it even worse. <laughs> Lads, let's just keep going further into the depth of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're wearing white shorts now. <laughs> oh, let's man. own it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was incredible when when Defoe equalised for Spurs. Maybe you thought, okay, they're going to rally, they're going to be okay, because at that point Arsenal were two one down, as you mentioned before, and and Spurs still in fourth. But then as the second half went on, Arsenal obviously turned things round, and uh, and West Ham one two one. Teddy Sheringham misses a penalty in that game. Yeah. West Ham mm. it was saved by I think it was Robinson in goal. Also, there there is a sense that this was a really weird rare moment of kind of unity between Arsenal and West Ham fans. It's like, have you yeah. seen what's happened here? <laughs> and also, the player who scored the, the winner was Yossi Benayoun, who yeah. played for Arsenal, Chelsea, West Ham and QPR. Yeah. <laughs> like, a man who knows a thing or two about it's hotels like, in London, you would imagine. Yeah. yeah, and also just, you know, very anti-Spurs, you would think, in <laughs> less so QPR. But, you know, a lot of the teams who were yeah, you know, yeah, Spurs yeah. direct rivals and, and fiercest rivals. It was, um, you couldn't have wished for more. <laughs> Well, um, do you remember who was manager of West Ham? Back it was then? Alan Pardew. It was yeah. Alan Pardew. There's the more. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. He said after the game that his West Ham side was so good that if Tottenham hadn't been under the weather, they would have still been in difficulty. Well, they all. This really. A lot Spurs, Spurs were better than West Ham. Yeah, but a lot of the Spurs the players maintain that, that, that that would have been the case, but they don't know that, do they? It's just yeah, that that little little snippy bit of you know bit of what might have happened is is it just makes it more enjoyable for me but like you can't go and win that game now because you were shitting yourself yeah I, I, no, yeah. we would have won it I, I just it. I just also look, look at the manager in the um in Spurs like Martin Yol he's he's a uh, 
he, he's not an emotional man, is he? He's not, not like a, come on guys, like I fired no. up. Blah, he's very blah, avuncular. Blah. Yeah, I, just, I would just sort of say like, it, perhaps you need someone who's a bit more, I'll say back as well, bums against the wall because you're <laughs> yeah. po- pooping everywhere. That's true. Um, and uh, like you would be like, well, oh my God, like we need to do this. Mm-hmm. Like I can just sort it out. Who but... do you think would be the best manager to manage a team who are, who have got the shits? It's a good point actually, yeah. Because that's mm. kind of what you're getting yeah. at here. When, I'm when thinking Jose Mourinho, because it, it's a man who can play to percentages really, really well. <laughs> when when uh, when Darren Ambrose, I think it was Darren Ambrose on the radio. When Jermaine Jennings was talking about, yeah. I think it was Jermaine Jennings, might have been Dawson or someone yeah. talking about um, Lasagna Gate. Uh-huh. Um, he did say that um, when he was ill um, for a couple of days, uh, Neil Warnock came around his house with some uh, mm. uh, Lucasaid tablets. <laughs> Certainly, you'd be right away with these. I, I think Warnock would be good. Yeah, I, I think, think Warnock is, yeah. you know, up and at him, but also he's. I think he is more caring than you think. I was thinking of the best ones, and I end up with a list of the worst ones. And top of that list was Guardiola. What do you think he would be worst? Yeah, I think he'd be the worst because I don't think he'd get it. I'm not entirely sure he defecates. <laughs> He emits a film yeah. from his skin. There'd be, there'd be, he'd be like, right, enjoy it. Like, enjoy what? Yeah, use it, use that channel. Yeah. He's kind of like a weird film director in that. You are exactly, way. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that. I do a lot with Willem Dafoe in black and white. Like a film director. As opposed to Jermaine Dafoe. Yeah, uh-huh. it's good. You brought it back. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it to a dark place. As did they. Um, so yes. Uh, well, of course, Spurs lost the game and as a result, agonisingly, missed out on the top four. Speculation went into overdrive in the weeks afterwards. Um, and even now, some of the players involved still talk about foul play. Um, and some, so when it was found out that Arsenal were only staying a few, I mean, the word only, Arsenal were only staying a few miles away at the Four Seasons Hotel. Oh, what? So, like, a, somebody snuck from. In. Yeah, well, that's it. That's somebody why. from Arsenal's camp. As, as that sentence, as I've written that sentence, they were only staying. As if, oh, because yeah. if they were like 15 miles away, there's no way they could have got there yeah. Jermaine Defoe's the best one he yeah. said it, this was in 2017 he said I thought something has definitely gone on here one of the West Ham lads has done something to the food <laughs> one of the players one of the players has snuck into your hotel and spiked your lasagna is it Jermaine <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Incredible. What an amazing thing to say. It's, it's Rob ab- Green's done a vom. That's Nigel Rio Coke has done his, <laughs> his old tricks again. That's Lucas Neal's fingernails. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's it just absolute nonsense. I, I mean, mean it, it, I, I do. Defoe used to play for West Ham. Is he, is he like, did they do this all no, the time? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be so good. It's finally worked and I'm on the wrong side of it. No, we, we used to do this all, all the time. We used to end up poisoning ourselves. Yeah. That's why we got relegated. The but... only the only uh, example that I can think of anything similar to, to that is what, what Jermaine, Jermaine Defoe is talking about, hmm. was um, a couple of the Brazil players in the 1990 World Cup during their game with Argentina in the second round suggested that they felt a bit tired and lethargic and a bit, you know, zapped of energy at the end of the game. And then Diego Maradona, when he had his own chat show in Argentina, because of course he did, right. he used to do like a confessions corner. 
Um, and uh, I, I don't think it was, uh, you know, the confessions that perhaps some people... Um, well, it's just know. a weird concept, isn't it? Yeah, well, Graham Norton doesn't confess to stuff at the end of the show, does it? <laughs> Gra- Graham Norton is not the king of his, of his republic. And then, though, he, he? And, then he, and then he falls back in that chair. Oh, <laughs> that, that just what I mean, as a chat show segment, it's not exactly normal, yeah. is it? I admit I, some crimes. <laughs> yeah, do it. Jerry Springer's final admission. <laughs> Can't, you can't do me. You can't do me if I say it on the telly. That's, that's not how it works. That's blatantly what. That's what blatantly what Maradona yeah. thought. Yeah, I've got immunity of life. If he's alive. Yeah, well, who's going to arrest him? <laughs> anyway, so he said that one of the Argentina team had put like sleeping tablets or something right. in the water and, mm. and tried to to do that. So, that so, is... so as well as. Two Brazil players, yeah. an entire town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not in the water supply, in water bottles. In water bottles. Were, well, right, right, okay. yeah, no, he didn't go to Brazil. Yeah, water like, supply. Right, this, this will, this will yeah. still be... Spike uh, the reservoir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this will wear off in a few months by the time the World Cup happens. If anyone though. had access to that amount of <laughs> raw, ma- <laughs> raw material. I think we should probably uh, perhaps move on. Not oh. a man for, that said, not a man for a downer. But So, so we're basically <laughs> saying... I, w- I would say... So we're basically saying that, that John Pantsell dropped pant. There we go. I've, I've been looking at the squad of... <laughs> was he in there, was he? West Ham, yeah. John Pantsell. Yeah. yeah. Callum Davenport. I've got nothing. Nothing, got nothing. on that. Yeah. So, um... It does make you think, though, that, you know, the thing that away fans do, uh, or rather home fans when an away team is staying in the city is, mm. you know, shoot off fireworks at mm-hmm. silly o'clock. Just tamper with the food. Tamper yeah. with the food, Have yeah. a little tamper. It is worth pointing out, isn't it, that the day after this happened, yeah. um, Daniel Levy demanded stool samples from the players, which I, I imagine <laughs> is not how they envisioned that day being. <laughs> Definitely Probably not. hoping to celebrate their success. Oh, um, and it... I th- <laughs> It came back to suggest that the lasagna was fine because they tested that as well, and it, it was norovirus. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. And norovirus is what we were all alluding to earlier, which it's is if, you, if you've had it, you know. Um, mm. And it, it is horrendous. Yeah. Right. So it, essentially, it was just a bug going around the camp. And that was the health protection agency who ruled out food poisoning. Yeah. The lasagna is innocent here. The lasagna is well, actually irrelevant. I love it the fact a, it was a dead end. Yeah, I love the fact that Marriott said its management were very pleased they'd been cleared of all wrongdoing. And yeah. yet we still mention them. Yeah, <laughs> it's still got a lasagna game, isn't it? I think that's it. Well, Daniel Levy was threatening to sue them and the Premier League on the day of it. He <laughs> was <laughs> flipping his lid. He was. <laughs> Brilliant. Of human shit. <laughs> I've got it. Yeah. Carrying Jermaine Genius' crown around. Little, I'm going to sue you. Little shot glass of watery dysentery. Oh God! You know the the other the other aside, which yeah. which I love is um. You, do you remember Andy Reid? You know, played on the wing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, came from Forest to Spurs. Good Used to be ridiculed because of his size. You mm. know, he wasn't like a conventionally like slim, trim. That's right. Yeah. Footballer. Mm. Um, and he talks about when he comes down at breakfast. Uh-huh. And he sees everyone. He sees everyone like in disarray, and he'll be like, "What's uh, what's what's happened here? What's what's gone on?" Yeah. And like the idea that he was framed as this guy who would just basically eat, eat everything, anything. and, he, <laughs> and yeah. he was just impervious to it. That's <laughs> <laughs> super. The funny thing is, though, with Andy Reid, right? And again, I, I it's, he came on as a sub. <laughs> Start him! Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't get it. Like there is, who was an unused sub that day? I know you didn't get as yeah, many. Right. He, just, human, he, just, right? he just literally went. I'm, I'm going to just gas out every player I've got. We can't even give you twenty percent, Martin. <laughs> just let us fucking. <laughs> Were the substitutes made with any of the men in the first half? You would imagine the Sunderland would have been. No, no, they waited until Carrick after just over an hour. (laughs) (laughs) So he's gone to him. Right, I I know you're really struggling. You've thrown up a couple of times. And as if he was like running off a knock, just give yourself 15 minutes in the second half. I need a a big 15 from you in that (laughs) cubicle. (laughs) 
<laughs> you can have a big two, mate. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely unbelievable. Uh, so Jermaine Gina said after the game... He's getting a lot of airtime. <laughs> yeah, he he wasn't is. even involved. Oh, he loves it. He him loves and, it, him and Ledley King were on the treatment table anyway. Oh. <laughs> Terrible. He said after the game, they could hear West Ham celebrating that they'd stopped Spurs getting into the Champions League <laughs> while they were all rotating into the toilet cubes, throwing up and oh shitting themselves. That is absolutely it's horrendous. horrendous. It's horrific. Uh, some suggest that Spurs actually asked the Premier League to order a replay. And again, it's, it's done, lads. It's done. Yeah. It's done. One more course, please. <laughs> and so that was 2006. And as you say, Arsenal, I mean... Arsenal nearly went and won the bloody thing the following season the Champions League. Spurs wouldn't qualify for the Champions League until 2010-11 under Harry Redknapp. So again, it took a few mm. years. This was big for and Spurs. And Gareth Bale. And Gareth Bale. <laughs> um, Martin Yole was sacked 17 months later. Um, and the story of that final day, of course, uh, lingers on. Um, yeah. I just, Bad smell. Explosive, Pete Donaldson. It was, it was. And I, but you do think that it was a badly managed football match as well from Martin Well, Yale. it was, yeah. I think we could all agree on that. But yeah, I just, just, I suppose back then, obviously we had the glitz and the glamour of the Premier League. And, and, and in the early noughties, I think people often, the Premier League obviously came around in the 90s. But looking back at the 90s, you do think like, oh, blimey, that, that, that seems like football hadn't quite really found its sort of feet in the modern era mm. compared to, you know, what we've seen. And really in the 21st century, into the, the noughties, that's when you kind of go, yes, the, the big salaries, the big players, the stadiums, blah, blah, blah. it looks how it still does, if you mm. see what I mean. So we're in 2006, it's still there. But like, imagine now, mm. like when Arsenal and Spurs were going for the for, for full spot. I know we're, you know, right now we're at, right at the end of the season, of course. But when they were going for full spot and, and, and all that, and Arsenal in, in the all or nothing... Yeah, and it was the Arsenal players who, in that documentary, you just saw them all vomiting and yeah. shitting and all the rest. It's of hard to sort of wrap your head around, yeah. quite how ridiculous this situation was. And also, it's worth remembering that word had got out. Mm. West Ham fans were throwing toilet rolls onto the fucking pitch. <laughs> they were having the time of their lives. And, and FA you... Cup final to come. Yeah. Spurs choking in front of them. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. Do you not remember um, at the time hearing about it in the morning? Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. Uh, it was the first time I was like, no, nah, there's surely, surely bollocks. And then I was totally invested in that game. Yeah. <laughs> but in, in, a, in a sort of strange sense, it's amazing that it's not happened really before or since. It's, but it says, Vish says, though, the perfect storm of it. A lot of things had to happen for it mm. to be this yeah, true. Like, memorable. Yeah. Because well, if a game like this happened, you probably would remember it a bit, but you know it's going to be one of many games in a season. This was the mm. point where it absolutely culminated in yeah. in in just raising the stakes so much they essentially became impossible. Should have gone with the stakes. <laughs> there we are. There's also I don't know if you remember this, but as you mentioned before about the Arsenal Spurs mm. battle for fourth place that happened in the 21-22 season after Spurs beat Arsenal three 0 mm. at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. A few of their players got ill, yeah, yes. and and people immediately thought about this. Yeah. It's that it's that rogue chef again. <laughs> He's said, "Oh, have some of this." Well, it's mm. last, last game of the season, you always give your shirt away, don't you? Throw it in the crowd or whatever. Not that guy. Nobody wants that. No. Someone will have in their rumpus room, their cave will have like <laughs> a, a, a a Spurs shirt that probably has human fecal matter <laughs> in it. Maybe they might have washed it. You don't wash a shirt that's come straight off a player, do you? Would you do that? If I would frame it. Probably you're not. Framing it. Yeah. Yeah, but, but if if he had been shitting himself, you probably would, wouldn't you? <laughs> like a spray of Febreze, at least. <laughs> yeah. Well, like you know, a thousand years later, the glass smashes on it. 
Mm. Someone's patient zero of the next big fucking wave of very true norovirus. Or, or they it's like the, am- it's the mosquito and the amber. Okay, imagine yeah, that. Well, that's oh, what I was God, imagine say. a Spurs pathogen. Awful. <laughs> yes. yeah. I think it's important to end this open ended. So we should end on that note. Okay, good. <laughs> no, no talky for you, fishy. <laughs> Go on, what you got to say? Say something outrageous. No, I just thought the idea Shit. of that. <laughs> Someone in the future extracting that bit of excrement and creating like a new Michael Carrick that gets yeah. out of hand and takes over its own park. Exactly. They could or whether they should <laughs> is, is a different matter. Thank you very much for joining us on another Football Ramble Guide too. Remember, we want your ideas for what our next guide should be. Email us at footballramble.com or tweet us at Football Ramble with your suggestions. Laura Love, thank you very much. And uh, mind how you go. Don't try the fish. Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.